Welcome back to Wake Up Winden, a podcast that treats deeply intellectual material with irreverence and audacity. I'm the male host, and with me is the whole of all obnoxiousness herself, Elisa. Greetings, everyone. Uh, stabbing eardrums and shaming America over here across 49 out of 50 states. Uh, you know, Brian, uh, you ever been ashamed to be an American? Only, yeah, when I check out my podcast reviews, definitely then. Oof! Yeah. Oof. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Much chattering with the fingertips. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> here we are covering Season 3, Episode 3, Adam and Ava. And it was a really exciting episode. I'm uh, excited to talk about it with you, Lisa. And um, hope we can share a few laughs. I don't know if we're going to uh, be the source that you want to go to for your Ariadna material. So, if that's what you're looking for... Maybe not the show for you, but we hopefully will get a few laughs in, and we're going to go through the show and uh, break it down scene by scene. And, you know, there's a lot to unpack here, as we've said before, and uh, lots of different layers. And I think that one of the beautiful things about this series and about this whole content is that it is accessible to lots of different types of people, lots of different interest levels. And, you know, I gotta say, like... I, I was wrong. I was wrong, you know. I didn't know nearly enough about Ariadne, and I didn't know nearly enough about the red uh, yarn. I didn't know enough about the labyrinth, and so fortunately, this episode, we're brought back up to speed. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a very Ariadna-heavy episode, and is it Ariadna? Ariadna? Is Ariadne! That one of those? Yeah. Sorry to the... Sorry to the people who are really hardcore Ariadna stands. Okay, but, you know, I was really glad to see this because just so beautiful the way that this one symbol, the red thread, the red yarn, uh, it does tie the episode together, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely does. And, you know, we've seen the red thread before, too, um, as early as season one when the older Jonas leaves it for himself. And so it's been a constant theme uh, throughout. And, of course, Ariadna was the play that was in season one. So it's definitely been present throughout. You know, I haven't exactly done my book reports on it. So um, I've still enjoyed the show, <laughs> despite my lack of knowledge on Ariadna. But I'm uh, happy if you want to go more into it, Elise, like, go, ahead and, go ahead and go for it. Uh, you know, I... I think that uh, there's so much here that is so rich and exciting in this episode. We start in a new world, um, a time that we have never seen yet. Uh, the uh, Just the camera, the angle here is so great um, in this carriage, this horse-drawn uh, buggy. It's a dark and spooky night. <laughs> and yeah, so we're in the buggy. Um, it's probably like Geez, like 1830, 1840, something like that. You know, I'm not going to pretend to be a costume expert. Uh, I'm sure that somebody could cite that source. Um, um, you know, the texture, the fabrics. Uh, so beautiful, yeah. I will add. But well, I'm just uh, doing the math. The 1888 was when the guy was born. Or when the uh, guy was an old man. He was probably a young man. Well, 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 maybe not with the time travel. So I stand corrected. Who's to uh, say how old anybody is anymore? Or where, <laughs> or where they're from, when they were born. It could go back and forth, so... But we uh, understand that this is a father and son relationship. Uh, we have a father and we have a son who is blind. Um, that puts it together for us. Who is this character, Brian? 
so it's one of the tan houses. The young boy is uh, the tan house we see in the first episode. Um, the man with the top hat, the man with, uh, he's the blind man that we see. And he's kind of like, the tan houses are kind of like the top of the family tree. So they've kind of started this whole knot, this whole mess that Wyndon finds themselves in, in both worlds. So that's who it is. And they're having a conversation about how the dead are never truly dead, right? Oh, um, well, we understand that there's been a loss in this family and uh, their mother uh, and wife has passed away. Do we have a name for this? I don't think so yet. I didn't catch it. Uh, probably somebody might have found a name for it, but I didn't catch it. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, but yes, we have this uh, sentiment that the dead are never truly dead. Maybe they're not here now, but everything that lived once lives forever in yes. the eternity of time. Yes. So, um, was that now? Uh, help me out. Was that the father who said that, or the or the son? The father. Said the that, father right? said yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Right. And but later on, they talk about how. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but um, later on, they talk about that uh, the father didn't believe in the time travel, right? Because he said his whole life he grew up, uh, and he always knew that these time travels were going to come, but he he uh, they never did, or uh, the father never believed him, and here they are. Right. Um. Well. I think that the implication here is that uh, this whole this whole journey of time travel, of you know, finding and making these machines, everything has been a pursuit of something that was lost, right? Mm -hmm. And trying to change the past, trying to alter the future, and um, you know. We know that that is just not possible. Yeah, and let's actually talk about that because uh, we kind of actually see how it all starts, right? That the how the time machine, how the time travel in Winden started was one of the tan houses wanted to go back to save his wife who had died, and that's what created everything. Okay, so we see that this these this was the origin of Sigmundus. It's a reveal for this episode, right? It is. It is. So we had not known that information previously. So, as complicated as this show is, we find that the origin here, uh, Sigmundus, time traveling, everything, really it was because of the loss of a loved one. Yeah. And trying to repeat the past. Yeah. No, it's really sad. Um, and it's not just about Eric's weed, like it was in the first <laughs> uh, like as in speculated. Uh, that's the origin. No. Um, okay. <laughs> Right, so um, in the carriage, uh, the flashback ends, and we are back with our tan house that we're familiar with, the older blind man, yes. correct? Yeah, later on in the episode, they come back to it, and his carriage gets attacked, and what happens then, Elisa? So yeah, it's really disturbing, the whinny, you know, the whinny of the horse, um, the carriage door opens, and in slides someone that we have only just met, and is scary to us. Yeah, terrifying. Uh, the it's the man with the lip. It's got three generations. He's uh, the middleman. The middleman. The middle-aged man. The most dangerous one, probably. And he has a hmm, a strange tool with some kind of wire and handle, and it's got some kind of fancy name. Uh, I called it like a wire thingy. I got flamed for it. Uh, it's <laughs> a it's a garrote. I a guess. garret. Garret. A garrote. Oh no! Send him after me. Send him. Send him the thing. Yeah. Send, there's, there's another five reviews. Kill him. <laughs> another five reviews coming for me. Oh, but um, well, in in any case, we're all nervous because not only is it a tool we're not familiar with, we've seen him use it on other people to uh, 
put an end to their lives. So we're worried for our townhouse here. And he is not only uh, carrying this weapon, he is also uh, <laughs> quoting Freud. Yeah, and, you know, Clausen uh, always was quoting Freud in season two. And I was always just rolling my eyes when Clausen would do this. I know this is going to upset the intellectuals. But, uh, yeah, I just couldn't couldn't stand uh, Clausen. I thought he would just so sanctimonious. You gotta talk about Floyd, uh, Freud all the time. And now, here we are again, and... I'm wondering if these guys are related to Clausen just because he said that. Well, you know, we can chatter with our fingertips some more and uh, find out. But um, what we don't know is an ocean here, right? Yes, and that was a great quote as well. Another callback. So many callbacks in this episode, but that was said in season one too. What we don't know is a drop. Or, yeah, what we do know is a drop, and what we don't know is a... An ocean. An ocean, yeah. so... Um, love that Bern Doppler told that to Claudia in season one when he was kind of relinquishing the role of the nuclear power plant director. Mm -hmm. And Claudia was finding out all these secrets of the dark world, you know? Right. right. So that's the uh, introduction we go into, correct? Yeah, so we talked about the introduction, we talked about the robbery. The robbery happens a little after, but no big deal. That's totally cool. Because, like, I kind of like to talk about sometimes, you know, these... Storylines that are kind of, not one-offs, but don't get a ton, they're not the main storyline, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of like to just kind of talk about them through, because then we can talk about the rest of the episode kind of chronologically uh, without those two. But they do take um, they do take the Ariadne play, and they do take the For Charlotte, right? And that they'll later bring it to Ava in, in the episode. Right. So uh, those, those two things uh, do come into play as well. Right. So we... Uh, are presented uh, after the song, after the introduction, with, uh, you know, <laughs> the title characters themselves, Adam and Eve, on a uh, two-panel, uh, wood-panel uh, paintings here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, seeing these paintings, uh, <sighs> dare I say, so white. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that if you want. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, they're, so they're talking about, it's your world and mine, they're gonna try to save, they, uh, Jonas has to save both worlds, right? He's, that's what he was sent there for. They're Adam and Eve, they talk about the glitch in the matrix, um, what else do they talk about here, Elise? They're gonna meet under the bridge, right? Okay, so, um, Eva, who we understand is, uh, you know, old, er, Marta, um, she references to him, do you remember that time under the bridge? And um, what you said to me there, that you're a glitch in the Matrix. And um, ultimately, Jonas is charged with this uh, task, almost, that uh, to save everyone, your world and mine. Right, and he has to like, help Martha make the connections. So we have a couple different Marthas, right? We were talking about this like before the episode. How do we differentiate between them? So we're going to call Martha, who is in the other world, who is just living her life for the first time, we're going to call her Martha Raincoat. Mm -hmm. And then the one who's stuck in 1888, we're going to call her Martha Traveler. Right. Um, and, you know, we know that uh, Martha in the Raincoat is a, a sort of a stand-in, a representation of Jonas in the world without Jonas. Um, but I love this actress. Uh, you know, for a long time, she was strange to me, seemed very young. 
She has really blossomed and matured here into this uh, multi-dimensional character, and not only in her <laughs> actual character, but actually as like an actress, her representation is uh, much more nuanced, I think, in this season. Yeah, and she's playing an entirely new character, right? I mean, like they try to hammer at home that this isn't Marta, this isn't your Marta, at least. So, like, I mean, I think you can tell that um, she has like a certain heaviness about her. I don't know. There's, it's definitely. Uh, different performance and she, like you said she has grown up so um that's been cool to see and um i also just uh, i know i'm jumping ahead i just i love that now we've seen all three versions of marta too because just like we saw all three versions of Jonas, now we've seen all three versions of marta and uh that was really cool and i'm just glad that uh what happened to adam didn't happen to marta and uh with the face and turning into <laughs> the guy from fantastic four somehow um but yeah anyway no uh she actually uh, as i mentioned the last time we talked uh that her hair is really great so you know she's really uh, glowed up in this world but um we move away from these uh characters to the police station yeah, sorry. I just have a quick joke before, and not even joke. But what do you think uh, that that Ava does all day <laughs> while, while she's there? Uh, lives in this sick office. Yeah. Yeah, sweet <laughs> do you think she just like walks like through the family tree, like just like studies it the whole time? Like, oh, this is so messed up. Oh, just it's like a Zen garden, you know. She's yeah. just very cautiously <laughs> creating yeah. lines in the sand or arranging the boxes. <laughs> yeah. Waiting, waiting thirty three years. Uh, yeah, precisely. Sorry to be irreverent there. Oh, no, it's uh, what we do, apparently. But, uh, no, the the police station um, in the opposite world, in the Mm -hmm. reflection, shall we say. Mm -hmm. Um, Here we see a similar scene, uh, like we know, that uh, the police station presenting some uh, evidence. Yeah, so they found... They found Mads, right, in the last and the first episode. Looks so fresh, those yeah. uh, those Nike, those uh, Jordans, right? Yeah, and I'm trying to think if they're the same shoes. I think they're the same shoes. I was like trying to think if they're a different color. I'd really have to go back and check. I'm sorry I didn't have the, the shoes memorized. But, um, <laughs> they have the ID card this time, which is much different than the other worlds. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. They've actually I've noticed that in season mm-hmm. three more. There's yeah. been more inclusion of name tags. Yeah, well, in the first season, like Trant's, Tronte, Tronte, Tron, sorry, that's another thing I'll do is butcher the names, but Tronte and Peter find the name tag and they remove it so that the police are kind of in the dark. Now in this world, the police actually have the information. And I kind of like, it kind of makes sense Ulrich's explanation for it. Like if you are in a world without time travel, like Ulrich thinks that they just saved his clothes, right? Ah, uh, yes, so it, yes. Um, I kind of liked that explanation that he wasn't thinking that it was Mads at all. He was thinking that somebody saved his clothes and it's the same person who did it. Right. Well, and, um, you know, we can see exactly how affected by this evidence Ulrich is. Uh, he mm-hmm. breaks into tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's kind of a scene. Charlotte uh, ushers him off into another room. Uh, Wooler, take care of this. Yeah, Wooler, Wooler's on it. You know, hustling, always working hard. So they put Wooler on it. And yeah, they go to that makeout room, right? Yeah, so. okay. And that's <laughs> also what I wanted to point out is that Wooler... <laughs> Wooler knows. Knows? Knows what they're about to go do. Well, you know, what he's imagining they would go do. They don't actually do. But, uh, you know. Did he stare as much this episode? Not as much glaring. I was looking for more glaring at Ulrich, especially, like, when they walked out. But I... I, I, Uh, Yeah. You know, Wooler. I am really interested to see where Wooler's character goes. Because uh, he does seem to have more of a story 
yeah. here in this uh, more of a more of a role. He's so. definitely yeah more in command here. Like he's kind of like a gopher in the other world. It seems like, but in this world, like they're giving him a role. You're right, absolutely about that. He's getting a lead role, in fact. Right. Yeah. Um, and what I was gonna say too is uh, Ulrich. You know, he talks about like why he joined the police again, and it's the same reason, same speech, another callback from season one. And so it, noble, Ulrich. Yeah, because Egon sucked. So he, <laughs> so he wanted to do this. And um, I was, I was like, laughing with Elisa. I was like, oh, man, same speech. It's a callback. And then he says the part where he's like, I'm cheating on a woman that I'm... <laughs> I'm cheating on a woman that I cheated on my wife with. And, like, I was like, oh, that part's different. So, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, just one one degree deeper of reflection. It here. is. It is. Like Jer said, always be cheating in Winden. That's Ulrich's <laughs> ABC. That's Ulrich's motto. Um, yeah, so um, anything else with this scene, Elisa? Uh, you know, uh, we know that there are different uh, iterations it's of these characters, as I've said before. Thanks, computer. It's nine o'clock. But, uh, you know, this this Ulrich, ah. Uh, not a big a fan. <laughs> no. And I was gonna say, I, I did have one more note on this. I was like, at least they send him home in this in this version. Like okay. um, a little more like, responsive. It is a little more responsive because in the other world, like he's still working on Mikkel's case. He should totally not be working on that case. And in this world, at least like Charlotte has like the thought to like, hey, maybe you shouldn't be working on this if we found your um if you found a body wearing your brother's clothes, you know. Right. Right. You know? So they call him, they call him off. <laughs> so we go back to the 1800s for the first time this episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we got Bartosh, right? Yeah, typical Bartosh. What is Bartosh up to? So um, he's asking, uh, I was going to call him Mutt from Stranger Things. I'm sorry. I'm going to call him Jonas Stranger. He's asking Jonas Stranger who he, who he really is. And they get in a fight just like in uh, the first season, I think it was, too. Uh, did you like seeing them scrap in the rain again? Tell them who Adam really is! Yeah, tell him, tell him. Yeah, I love when he's yelling for him. Um, Sorry if I just ruptured your ear. Yeah, the levels are going crazy here, but that's okay. Um, so, uh, Bart, yeah, it's really reminiscent of their fight, even like the way their legs are squirreling away and in the rain. About. In the rain again. Um, you know, even though Jonas is an older uh, version of himself here, yep, same motion, same anger. Bartosh, very much the same. <laughs> yes, and luckily Magnus is there this time. He pulls him off, and yeah, that's when, you know, Bartosh is yelling that he's Adam. Jonas is to blame for everything. And does anyone look too moved by this information? Um, yeah, Jonas is, what, what do you think? Is anybody moved by this? Uh, you know, we, we get a lot of Magnus and, uh, Francisca's faces, but, uh, not, not a lot of their actual thoughts about it. <laughs> yeah, the, we haven't heard much from them, um, in this, uh, this season. I'm like, that's kind of like what I'm worried about, like, when there's five episodes left and I'm like, uh, there's, I need to know so much more. Uh, yeah, you know, Francisca has had hardly any lines at all. Um, it's true. Know, in the last yeah. episode, she said, I'm deaf. Yeah, I'm <laughs> and, mute. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mute. Yeah. Uh, in this episode, yeah. mostly just looking concerned. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah, she has not been a big factor in the season. Yet. Well, I, yeah. I think that that's uh, what I would hope is kind of a, you know, yeah. as we begin to wrap up this uh, production. You know, we start to focus in on characters that are really uh, the movers and shakers here, right? Yeah, and like, and like, like you sound like there's like a lot of characters I'm missing. Actually, like I'm thinking about, you know, how are we gonna see all the things from the '80s and the '50s in the other world? Like, I want to see more of Egon in the other world. I want to see Egon in the '50s in the other world. I want to see what Agnes was doing in that world. So there's a lot. 
that I'm just like, how are they going to fit it all in? Are these episodes going to be two hours? I don't know. So, <laughs> but it, um, it is exciting to be, you know, kind of getting to the halfway point of the season. Right. I can't believe that it's the halfway point. You're right. That yeah. there are so many, so much to unravel still. Yes. Um, but back to the Adam and Eve room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We get another <laughs> whoosh, right? And, office. Uh, yeah. Um, so they're talking about like, why can't Jonas let go of Martha? Well, and this, uh, you know, we talked about how in the beginning, the origins of Sick Mundus were to retrieve this loved one, right? And, and this scene, uh, really goes to this romantic place um, that's almost a little, uh, you know, seems out of tune in some ways with, uh, the, our dark world, right? Is this um, where she holds his hand? Yeah, you can't <laughs> let her go. It's an yeah. invisible bond that binds you for eternity. Um, and, you know, there's a, uh, I mean, so much to reference here. So many yeah, illusions. Light and the Black and white, light yeah. and shadow, you know, we're, we're really putting a lot of pressure on Jonas and Marta here. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. And you know what? I think Jonas has, like, the most relatable moment of the whole series when he says, I'm sick of doing all this shit, you know? like I Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. We all felt that yeah. very deep in our hearts, didn't yeah. we? That's going to be memeified for sure. But Heard I, that is what I said. <laughs> yeah, I really liked that. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I get it, Jonas. What if he just did nothing and she was like, can you? You can do what you want, but do you want her to live? You are right. Marta. Yeah, and, and uh, well, and it, it is, like, why is so much pressure on Jonas? Why is he always the agent of change here? Well, because he is an origin, right? The yeah. origin of everything. He's so. Adam. Yeah. He's right. Like yeah. So. Right. Um, back yeah. to our uh, house in Winden. Yes. So it's the it's you know Hannah and Jonas's original house, but of course in the other world it is uh, Katarina's house. And <laughs> Ulrich, Sharon houses, you know, Ul- Sharon husbands. Ulrich maybe used to live there. I guess we never really get confirmation on that. But <laughs> Sharon husbands. But Ulrich, uh, Ulrich's at the doorbell, right? Or Ulrich's, Ulrich's at the door. And you know uh, it's one thing for your dad who cheated on your mom and then left and impregnated another woman. Uh, it's one thing for them to show up at your house unannounced. It's a whole other thing for them to show up and uh, accuse you of drugs. Yeah. What'd you do? What you got? Are you holding? Are you holding? What, what you been sniffing? Yeah. Narc. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, he literally. He is. <laughs> Except he was not in season one. He just let let Eric's dad skeet on by. But Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, and so that's, uh, you know, this is a different slant on our original story. Um, this whole avenue of drugs is... um. You know, I mean, I, I it makes sense, yeah. uh, especially because we see exactly what happens, and it did feel a little bit like being on drugs. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. And uh, you know, uh, I think he had probably had reason to suspect Killian. If Eric, I mean, Eric was kind of like a known drug runner at the school, so maybe he had reason to suspect Killian. And you see, I mean, the stereotypes that play against Killian in the, at the end of the episode, where he's kind of, you know, talking to uh, Martha about it, and. Um, so Ulrich's kind of got this bias, the slant against him, them already, thinking that they did this, right? Correct, you know? correct. Um, the kids don't like it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody, yeah. but especially if you're a teenage boy full of rage yeah. at your 
dad. <laughs> and they're a member of goth boy clique, too. Yeah, okay, um, and I should rephrase. Uh, Magnus is not a boy in this scene. <laughs> no, he yells at his dad, friend. He is a man in the scene, yeah. This is, a uh, this is by far the best scene I've seen with Magnus. Yeah. Uh, Magnus has, uh, really grown up here, and, uh, he is unflinching in his criticism of his father. And... For good reason, as we know, as we've seen with yeah. many different women. <laughs> yes, I think this yelling was much more deserved at Ulrich than when Marta and, and mainly Marta takes it out on Katarina in the other world. Correct. Marta's very harsh to Katarina, and I think the the criticism of Ulrich is probably a lot more deserved than the criticism of Katarina. Right. But, um. You know, it was nice of you to drop by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, suddenly now you care, right? That's what they they keep referencing that. Like so, like probably sees him on like weekends he does probably like the the minimum that he's supposed to right well and it also causes me to retract what i was saying earlier about maybe this is kind of a winding down of these characters when we see them have such little reaction earlier um here's madness in a leading uh you know a monologue really and so good for him um you know maybe we are gonna have a little bit more development on this character yeah, and I did see somewhere online that Magnus is kind of like one of the more tangential characters of the series. Like, he doesn't have a lot of things that he drives. A lot of the, like, he doesn't have, like, a big plot that he drives. And he's, like, kind of investigating Franziska, but that, like, isn't a huge driver of the story either. So, like, it's kind of a, more of a side story in that season. So, um, it is cool to kind of see him maybe getting a bigger role, and maybe he will. I mean, he's going to be in the future. We see the older version of him, so maybe he is going to be important. Yeah, I mean, usually he's just my go-to powder. <laughs> I can always count on Magnus yeah. for a really solid pout. <laughs> yeah, he's always looking so sad, puppy he, dog. Yeah, you know, poor guy. Yeah. Um. Now back to the police station. Yeah, is this where Hannah's taking the brownies, or? Okay, this scene. Yes. Um, this scene was so rich the first time we saw it. Yes. This was another layer of delicious. Uh, oof. So, are you talking about, like, when Hannah brought it to Katerina, like, the casserole, like, in the yeah. first one? Yeah. And we just yeah. get another hug that is clearly not a hug. Like, oh. It's a sniff. I know. I said, no, it's the hug and sniff. <laughs> no, not again. But I guess Katerina does the hug and sniff to Hannah in the other time, right? So now Hannah's the hug and... She's the sniffer. Oh, big uh, sniff. <laughs> yeah. So now... So Hannah gets her confirmation, right? Right. Yeah. And, you know, uh... The, Again, the drama of this scene was so good the first time that just to see it play out again in this new uh, cast, so good. Um, you know, we were never picturing Charlotte to be in the midst of this, of a triangle, right? Uh, no. Such a Puritan in no. the last episode. And so yeah. for her to be in the midst of this, uh, you know, triage is so, uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, I got to admit, I kind of like it. Oh, uh, I, I like, do. Yeah, oh, I like I like that Charlotte's involved like this, right? Um, even though I mean, <laughs> you know, it's hard to be sympathetic for Hannah, but uh, I guess this we'll uh, we'll talk about it later. She's trying to ruin Charlotte, but um, can we talk about yeah. how Wooler sees this? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go talk about Wooler. Yeah. yeah, this uh, one more long juicy hug and sniff, and Wooler oh. is there. He observe what ha observes what happens, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, um, uh, 
wouldn't we just love to get a little uh, snippet of his opinion on this? <laughs> yeah, we need more Waller. Like, I wish that, yeah, I wish, like, they would cut to confessionals of him, like, office <laughs> style or something. Yes, in yeah. the iteration of this show that would be yeah. more appropriate for our style, I guess. Yeah. We can um, see him playing pranks on Ulrich, like, Dwight, like he was Dwight or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people are going to be so mad. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But, so, uh, many, so many irreverent. How dare you? How dare you How dare you make a reference? How dare you compare this... You- this dark to, this to holy the office. Work. Yeah, this this holy word. word. It's the Bible. Um, all uh, right, now. Hannah's having a rough go. Uh, Hannah, yeah. uh, you know, about to pop, very pregnant, stringy hair, crying in the office. Yeah, we see new pictures. Nice, the cast got to take some new pictures this season. And we see her get that look on her face that this actress uh, across the, you know, this character, shall I say, across actresses, has really mastered this steeled upper lip and, uh, you know, hell hath no fury. <laughs> yeah, she is going to be on a mission now, and Charlotte is her target, so watch out. Now, we go with, uh, we get the scene with Martha, and are we in uh, Magnus's room, I think? Yeah, because on the wall it says, yeah. eat, the <laughs> rich. eat the rich. I saw that too. It says, <laughs> oink, eat the oink. Rich. Yeah. Uh, he tries to tell her to get lost. And <laughs> I, uh, Brian, did you ever have this type of conversation with your sister? Um, about like seeing something in the forest. Oh, uh, ooh, well, yeah. that and getting lost. <laughs> yeah, telling them to get lost. Yeah, oh yeah, it was you know being being siblings and stuff. Uh, yeah, you definitely have your own space and you want to kind of. Uh, I can <laughs> you definitely see these two fighting. They seem so close in age too. Yeah, the customary hiss and then uh, you know some kind of actual uh, relationship here where uh, maybe we were on drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's what they think. Yeah, so like. A, this is where, like, are they, are they suspecting Killian here, kind of? Or Yes, I think this is where uh, yeah. the seed is planted. Because Marta, I think, had had this, uh, she had not shared that she had had this um, Martha experience. And I think that she, maybe she had been hoping that Magnus had had a similar visitation. Right. And so when she uh, unloads here and he's like, what? Um, yeah. It's... I think that's when she's like, okay, yeah, I was on drugs. Oh, yeah, interesting. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on that. So, Ma- um, yeah, because Magnus is like, well, see anything? Like, what, right? And then she, so, yeah, that makes sense. Because she gets up and leaves, like, right in the middle of their conversation, right? Bye, yeah. Because what I thought we were going to see was when a kind of another replay of a former scene that we've seen where they kind of lay down in the bed next to each other. Do you remember that? When, like, she goes to Correct. see, the, like, she goes to see Magnus, like, in the first season and... They are laying down next to each other. Like, he does the same thing. He tells her to get lost. And then they end up <laughs> sharing a nice moment. This time, goes after Killian, right? Killian, yeah. yeah. Right down the trellis. Yes. <laughs> so you're right down the trellis. So anyway, we've got, back to Ava, correct? We got Ava, and she said, none of us is prepared to let us let go. Right. Um, you know, you trusted Adam, but where did that lead you? Here, to you, Ava. <laughs> right to the origin of everything yeah and um here once again Jonas I'm giving you a task he's always got something to do and this is <laughs> this is a tough ask I think and I know like she kind of doesn't give him instructions he's supposed to make Martha show how everything is connected right she has to see her future to understand Oof. <laughs> it, it, I mean, uh, you know, given the jumping around of timelines, it makes sense that there are components of Martha's story that we are not familiar with yet. Mm-hmm. And so um, 
I think that this is some nice writing uh, here, you know, to uh, lead us into this development on her character. Um, you know, uh, I think that... Sorry. I, it's okay. Yeah. So she says, uh, she'll follow you, right? And, like, what I was thinking here is that... Um, I was like, can you give us... Can you give me more clue? I mean, don't you remember this happening? Can you tell me, like, how, how did I interact with you? Because, like, I think Jonas is in a no-win situation. He has to, like, pop out in the forest. <laughs> and, like, he's, like... Because like, she's walking through the dark forest eventually. So, like, if I was Jonas, I'd be like, Hey, uh, Ava, how did I present myself to you? Oh, you'll follow. It's okay. <laughs> uh, she'll follow you. Okay, but can we also, like... Uh, we get a lot of Jonas, like, skulking around in the shadows in this episode. So I think that it... <laughs> There's a lot of skulking. He's like, so. oh, you need me to surprise Marta? Say no more. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, 90% of the episodes have a skulk, somebody skulking in the background. Like, lurking. Lurking. <laughs> like, we see Noah in this season. We see, like, Jonas the Stranger and Helg in the first season. So, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, Right. Well, Hooded figures. And, uh, you know, uh, we get the line here. She's bound to your fate just as... Uh, just as you, you are to hers, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we get this idea here that they are one and the same. Mm-hmm. And they are echoes of each other. They are reflections of each other. They are the end and beginning. Uh, they are the Alpha and Omega, Adam and Eve. So I think that... Uh, when we get this handing off of the light. Yeah, a new light, too. Yeah, yeah. Let there be light. Let there be light. And air, that's like, that's what's eventually going to be on the door, right? Correct. Uh, yeah, Correct. Uh, of the, the, not the Sigmundus door, but the Eric's Lux, something like that. Those caves, yeah. man, they just yeah. have all kinds of little doors down there. All kinds they? of doors. And the, all <laughs> the new, the, once you think you know everything, they hit you with a new Latin phrase. So. <laughs> Good. Uh, back to Marta. Back in the 1800s where everything is wet and damp. <laughs> yes, yes. Terrible time. I would want to get out of there. Stat. I really understand their motivation. Um, so, uh, Jonas is asking Marta, why can't I remember? You know, why can't I remember being in your world? That didn't happen to me. And she doesn't really have an answer to him, right? Well, she says she didn't write the letter. Yeah, she didn't write the letter. And she's like, you have to believe me. And he's asking her, you know, sick Mundus, what is it? Or she, no, she's asking, excuse me, she's asking him what Sigmundus is. Yeah, so yeah. here, um, as we, you know, alluded to earlier, we get this origin story of Sigmundus. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Jonas, he's he's got a jaded look in his eye here. Uh, yeah. The belief was that, it, that time travel meant that people were immortal in some sense, right? If yeah. you could... Just because they were dead in your world meant that at some other point in existence across time they were living, therefore they could never die because some part of them were living. There's this, you know, I'm sure that someone who was a little more sophisticated than me could explain it better. (laughs) But uh, ultimately... Could have been salvation. Yeah, that's what they say it is, right? Turned out to be damnation. Damnation, I love that. And... Um, you know, like they said, yeah, they could try to fix mistakes. Time travel would let you do that. And, and of course it just makes things more complicated, ties a horrible knot and it leads to Jonas to be sick of all this shit, the sick shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, apocalypse is galore. Cause you know, we know Marta, they're all, she's telling Jonas, they're all dead in my world. I mean, I know you think I can't, you can't trust me, but I'm going to prove to you that I can. And who does she trick him? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, big tricks here. Um, so, 
out in the woods uh, where you hide things in the 1800s. Uh, Just a nice little hole in the ground. Uh, She pulls out her orb. Mm -hmm. Not as shiny this time, though. Yeah, no, not quite as snitch-like. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that'll that'll make someone mad. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, So it's the... uh, She says, okay... So I was wondering when she gave him the last like ball of goo, the last ball of the, goo, <laughs> the last god, so sophisticated. so sophisticated, the god particle. When she gives him that part, um, she said it's the last one, and I'm like, how can how can you trust her? You know, right? You um, know? And I too wondered exactly what I mean. You know, uh, we can obviously uh, put two and two together that there is some component of the god particle in this. Uh, in I mean. Goo. Cartridge, really, yeah. like a, it's you know, but you got to stock up. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I don't know if what you thought at first. I kind of thought she was like giving it to him as leverage, like here I'm not going anywhere. You hold on to this until it's time. Of course I was wrong, so wrong. They're gonna use it as time travel. But um, when he put it in the basin, I was like, that's a horrible place to keep that important leverage. But okay. Apparently um, it was part of. It. Right, and so you know, uh, I. Some of this escaped me, um, but me <laughs> but I, you know, ultimately I understood this concept that there's this, uh, you know, um, fuel, yeah, uh, to power this new type of machine that yeah. we are still learning about, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and so there's a lot of mystery around this, and I love that, uh, I love that the discovery and the uh, experiment with this fuel takes place in the 1800s world because I. Uh, just to see that, uh, you know, this the machine at work later in the episode. Um, there's a really great painting come, you know, the science experiment. Uh, I'm butchering the name of that painting, too. But uh, it feels very similar here where this mystique, this new element, what, what, are, what do we have on our hands here? And ultimately, a failed experiment. Yep, yep, yep. It, it, it did not work. And she tricks him, right? So... She, she probably always knew that this wasn't going to work. Is this a dud? Is this going to come back later, I wonder? Like, is this going to... Like, because, like, we see it kind of like go to the bottom of the basin. Like, I'm wondering, is it going to, like, explode later? Is it going to make... Maybe it will be a time travel device later. Well, and also, uh, did it happen exactly as it was supposed to? And that's the, that's the <laughs> thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it seems like it went according to plan. Right, Adam, at the end of the episode? Is I, like, I guess it depends on whose plan you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, for, for, I, I guess I'm talking about from the lens of that Adam and that Marta that we see at the end. The mm-hmm. one who the one who leaves. Traveler Marta. The Traveler Marta. I feel like they, 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 they kind of th- thought it was mission accomplished. So I'm wondering, um, it, it seems like it went to plan, but I don't know, I, I don't know what to make of the leftover goo. <laughs> Yeah, leftover goo, leftover people, a little confusing, a little concerning. Um, and, you know, who knew that such small items would have such significance? Uh, for example, a, a leather notebook, like a crocodile leather notebook, beautiful looking, uh, with Eva, um, yeah, notebook, binder. book, uh, and pocket watch. Yeah. And, you know... Believe it or not, that Ariadne, she just <laughs> snuck right back into this storyline, didn't she? Damn it, she's back in the plot. Guess <laughs> we have to talk about her. Oh, oh no. Well, I, so it makes sense that, uh, you know, 
This pot, the um, it is a pocket watch, correct? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, or, or um, a locket, something, because um, it says for Charlotte. Right, yeah, it's Charlotte's, yeah. and, uh-huh. and we've seen it before. You know, this is mm-hmm. a we haven't seen it in her capacity, right? Uh, with Charlotte. To, uh, no, uh, with uh, with Ava. Uh, no, 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 we hadn't seen it. With right. Her yet, so to so. have these pieces together, first of all, I yeah. feel like that is a very put together woman's purse that was emptied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very neat. Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay. Oh, I was excited because I thought I was more intellectual than maybe I thought. But when she uncovers the two keys, that's from, I kind of made the connection with that uh, for the killings that happened, right? The three creepy men, she they killed two people related to the nuclear power plant. The holders of the keys is what I think that is. So Bern Doppler held the key. And I, 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 mean, I know he held one of those keys. And then... I bet the worker that was at the power plant, she was probably holding it for Claudia since Claudia was missing. So are we then to believe that the portfolio, the leather journal, like the, you know, with the keys inside is actually, it's the power plant. Yeah. Aha! They say, so yes. they say, this, they say yes, it's, the, yes, yes. And this is what I was wondering. Sorry, they, they I'm say, just catching that. Everybody. No, no, no. It's okay. I was, I was happy. Like, I was happy. I knew what the keys probably were. And then it says like, wind and nuclear power plant is the beginning and ending. So something's going to happen there. And um, something's going to happen there. Of course, something's going to happen there. <laughs> you, don't don't, say. you don't say. Right. <laughs> but um, I just like, I, I, that's, I knew they were targeting people who worked at the plant and it's to get these keys. So the power plant was being built in the 50s. I don't know if that's going to be the beginning and ending, but I'm really interested to see where they go from here. Well, you know, just uh, to see these pieces together on the table in this office, um, you know, it really does feel like everything is falling into place, yeah. right? For this new uh, new idea, new dimension, new time, whatever you want to call it. New worlds that Adam wants. Exactly. Yeah. To mm-hmm. unfold. Yeah. So um, we then the come out of a cave. Yeah, uh, it's Jonas. Jonas. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are back in our uh, reflection, our B side. <laughs> uh huh. We're back there, and yeah, it's just one of the, it, that's just a quick, quick shot of Jonas, right, coming out right, of the caves. Yeah. Right. And, and then a... we go to Charlotte, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. Once again, full uh, body shot here. Great boots. <laughs> Charlotte looking great this season. She right. is, yeah. and um, you know, I think that down here in the bunker uh she's looking for clues there's a terrible chalk outline yeah what was that okay uh am i like am i wrong here that that was the worst looking chalk outline i've ever seen i thought it looked weird too here come the reviews sorry your chalk outline wasn't good enough for you (laughs) yeah but uh so anyway um just looked a little like bulbous yeah Yeah, it looks it looks like really small too i didn't know Uh, yeah it looks like yeah Yeah. not not quite anyway uh so The, she's looking around and she's a very good detective because she does find a yeah. thread. Yeah, <laughs> the red thread. I was like, oh, that's Ariadna's thread. Oh my god, yeah. look guys, it's Ariadna's thread <laughs> yeah. in the bunker. Yeah, oh. <laughs> has the one penny, the, pe- the German penny that uh, Helg, of course, has. And of course, we have the double objects that comes into play too. It's very hard to keep track of the double objects, but obviously Helg has one and there's one left over there. And I really want to see if they go back and show us some of the stuff from the 80s in the other world. Oh, yes. Well, you know, uh, we 
whenever we're in this bunker, we've seen so many different versions of this bunker, uh, you have to wonder yeah. if you're on drugs, right? Yeah, no, it, maybe just walking in there, it's just like you get, that's, that's what happens. Contact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, and I think the real, like, cool thing in this episode, one of the bigger twists is, like, when Helg, Helg goes to walk out, right? And he's like, I have, like, he's the older version of Helg goes to Correct. walk out. And, like, I thought he was maybe going to the caves. Maybe he, that's where we were mm. going to see time travel. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, uh, sorry if I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I really thought that was a good twist that he went to the police station and confessed. I was not expecting that. Okay. And, uh, you know, how that scene is revealed to us in the church, uh, you know, can I, I'm thinking yeah. to hop here really quick. Go ahead to the church. Um, yeah. you know... I think this is one of those scenes, similar to the the, the hug and sniff, where a dark for being a time traveling, uh, Freud sighting, <laughs> you know, a crime scene show. They really put in these juicy little tidbits here. Uh, yeah. Charlotte comes in the church, and the priest is in the front row with uh, some hottie. <laughs> yeah. Uh- Young, young boy. Uh, I don't know. Not, how, not, young, not a boy, but like he's young. young. He's younger. He's probably a teen, like 20. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, it's pretty evident what's going on. Yeah, here. definitely <laughs> evident. Definitely. So, um. Kudos to the, uh, actor of the young man who, uh, the, that little the glance yeah. <laughs> right before leaving yeah. is, uh. Is so natural yeah. and so you know exactly what's going on. There. In case you weren't clear by the way we were sitting, <laughs> this is what's happening when he looks back. And where not only uh, is he in this situation, um, he is literally being caught because where is he supposed to be? I think you're supposed to be at home with Francisca, right? You're supposed to be watching you know, her. Yeah. The children. Being a parent, yeah. That, that's <laughs> that's something that is you know consistent through both worlds. You know, nobody's a good parent. <laughs> God, no one is a good parent here. Yeah. Um, so you know, but they're of course they're both cheating on each other, right? Charlotte's doing the same thing to him uh, with Ulrich. So uh, you know, sad, sad, sad things happening in the Doppler family. A lot of toxic uh, culture happening yeah. in Winden, as we have discussed before. Yeah, and that's where they get the call that he's made the confession, right? And um, I know we skipped a few scenes. We'll go back to those, but let's just talk about the Hel- Helg at the police station here. Ugh, well, um, you gotta feel bad, because... Yeah, Helg's a tragic character. I mean, Helg was put in this position because Ulrich beat him as a child. Like, and, like, Ulrich was trying to stop everything from happening, but he created it. So, Helg was, uh, you know, found by Noah because Ulrich left him for dead, and Noah was Noah found him, groomed him, and Helg became this horrible killer. And it all started with Ulrich, so... It's just, he's a real tragic figure. He always had a sad life. His mom was so mean to him growing up. He got peed on by bullies. It's, Ugh, it's terrible, yeah. you know? Well, and, you know, uh, time travel aside, maybe if some of these families, just, you know, stayed home and kept their hands out of the candy jar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> talk to each other, like, at all. You know, that would be good. Um, right. Yeah. So, we go to Hannah. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about Hannah. Are we ta- we're going to talk about Hannah with Alexander, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, the blackmail. <laughs> which great to see again. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I'm glad uh-huh. that Hannah retains this power in this next world. Um, but there is a certain maliciousness here that, even though she was mad last time, this is a whole new 
edge, yeah? She is super angry with Charlotte. Um, and, you know, she definitely didn't let Ulrich off the hook in the other worlds, but uh, she's very upset with Charlotte. She wants him to destroy Charlotte. Well, you know, when, you, when you're trying to vacate a baby yeah. <laughs> sometime in the next month, you don't really have time to be, uh, you know... Taking the short route. She wants to make sure that this is taken care of. Yeah, nip this in the bud here. Um, but so she makes a big threat against yeah. Alexander. Yeah, she takes out the bag that Alexander had buried um, when he had first arrived in Winden. And that bag had the gun and the passport that said Boris Niewald. So it's not... Uh, obviously, she just had the bag. She said the contents are in a safe place. But, you know, she wants him to use his power as the most powerful person in Winden as the nuclear power plant head. He wants, she wants her, him to destroy Charlotte. And he appears to take this pretty seriously. Yeah, um, and he, I think he does start to try to destroy Ulrich. Ulrich destroys himself by leaving, like going to the past. So he doesn't really get a chance to follow through with that. But I was wondering how this would come back into play. And I think here is what's going to happen. As I think we probably will see him kind of ruin Charlotte. Or there might be some dirt dug up on Charlotte. Hmm, well... I do think that Charlotte is being presented to us right now as a, a tragic hero in this new story. Charlotte is one of the more pure. <laughs> I think she's one of the more rootable characters in the series. I really, uh, I really do like Charlotte. I think she's noble, and I think she is trying to do her best. And she's got you know a really sad tale of she never knew her parents, and it turns out that her mother is her daughter in a horrible, sick way. So <laughs> yeah, it turns out it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dramatic. Yeah, it's tough, and. Um, the other thing we missed, Elisa, was um, the Martha and Killian scene. Um, mm. Yeah. and How could we? And that kind of went away. I didn't really expect it to. But um, yeah, uh, he knocks on the door and the dad's there, right? And he gets Killian. Killian lets the dad go back inside. Right. And, so yeah. first, I think that Killian uh, not only is... He, he is grown in this scene. He looks like a grown adult. He acts like a grown adult. And he says, you know, um, like... They kicked him out. Yeah. I, he knows... Ex- he, he knows exactly what her role in it was. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to hear it from her directly. Yeah. And is he at, like, university? Is He's a little older than them, does it seem like, He right? does... Well, uh, the actor definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> Winden University? Um, yeah. Well, no. and, and uh, you know, the school system is a little different there, I know. So it's a different stage, I'm making you a know. simpleton joke. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he... He makes it very clear that he does not want anything to do with her anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, they, they keep... They know that... He knows that Ulrich got him kicked out of the school, right? And right. he thinks that everybody still thinks that they're trailer park trash. And I, I, you know, I was harsh on Killian in the first episode, but I, I liked Killian after this. So I guess, um, you know, uh, I, I gotta appreciate Dark for giving us this little bit of like juicy backstory. Um, but I gotta ask why, um, why Killian, why the drugs, why this, yeah. um, alternate B-slant world, um, yeah, I mean, I know that the story has to be altered a little bit to make it, um, you know, to ma- to be able to differentiate between them. But this just seems such an interesting, uh, you know, narrative to go down. This more, yeah. uh, you know, uh, teen thriller. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering, too, why are we seeing screen time with Killian in season three when he was not a part of the story at, like, much at all in season one and two? So he must be important somehow. But, yeah, you're right. Why can't 
the world exists without Killian, I guess. And I, I, I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure he'll probably will play a big role. But um, yeah, it's just kind of weird. I think it, that kind of always happens to new characters in a, in a popular series, right? When you see somebody new, you're like, ugh, don't want them. I want to focus on the old yeah, people right. the old guys. So. Right. So um, they part ways. Yeah. And as Marta is leaving, uh, she's being watched. Yeah, by Jonas. And creeping around again. Yeah. Standard dark, you know, standard, stuff. Standard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... So she's going through the woods, right? Right, uh, right. Uh, and that's why I was thinking, I was like, man, how's Jonas going to present himself? He's got no way, like, he's going to scare her no matter what. But I, I guess he does okay. He just kind of, like, <laughs> comes out in front of her. Well, this scene actually... Uh, okay, maybe... I thought this was connection, and maybe I was misassociating, but I thought this scene felt very much like Magnus and Francisca. Oh, when he was following her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's kind of this, like, hmm? look around, look around, and then he yeah. appears, right? Yeah. Star-crossed lovers. Right. Yeah, and no, one. and that's, yeah. uh, you know, like I said uh, in one of our very first podcasts, you know, this return to the magic in the woods. Um, yeah. Very traditional. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. We, we you know, at the back of the police station, everything is cut and dry. But out here in the woods, we can talk about time travel. We can talk about uh, these star-crossed lovers, this, um, you know, forbidden love. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, also, you know, it's a good place to reminisce, right? They talk about how. Magnus kicked her tooth in in kindergarten. Mikkel put spiders in her shoes. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, this... Uh, f- first of all, uh, these, these are pretty traditional things that uh, rites of passage for brothers and sisters, right? Oh, this happened to everybody. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So he's able to kind of convince her, right? Right. Yeah. And um, apparently because she goes right into the caves. They're just tied together. It's like uh, when he was asking like Ava, I was like, how am I going to get her to do this? Just do it. I'll do it. I'll go with you. It's, it won't take much. You know? <laughs> tell me tell me about the time Magnus kicked my teeth in. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll remember that shit. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she does tell him you're nuts, yeah. but goes along anyway. And he was like, I thought it too, you know? So he wants to show her how it's all connected and I don't know. I think I'd probably be out as soon as he wants to take me into the caves, but you know. <laughs> yeah, um, there. We know that Dark asks us to suspend belief a lot. Uh, this one was a little bit of a stretch because we go from your nuts to let me follow you into the caves. I'm totally in. Yeah. Right, right. A little bit of a stretch, but yeah. we'll accept it for yeah. the point of plot devices. Yep. Um, back to 18, you know, whatever it is. 88. 88, yeah. Okay. This is the Martha escape scene, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to use, like, the old-timey time machine. So, again, uh, this scene, I I love to experience science as magic, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that this science is not, you know, uh, founded in reality anyway. But to see it in this setting, so mystical. Yeah. Um, it crackles to life. It splits open. It's, like, doing its weird spinny thing and uh, loses... Something, something dies. I was I was genuinely shocked that it didn't work. I was like, yes, here we go. Where are we going to go? I was like going through the Rolodex, 1954, 1987. I was like so excited. And then, psh, doesn't work at all. And I, I was shocked. I was like, I, that could happen? Yeah, you know, uh, Mar- Marta, you, the fuel you gave us was bad. Marta? Where, oh, she's gone. And so, she's gone. She left. So, <laughs> I don't know. Did you, I don't know what I thought at first. I didn't think she ran. I thought like... 
sometime. I don't know what I thought. No, uh, first. Uh, no, yeah. I think that that was a uh, that was the intent of yeah. that uh, you know particular story was that yeah. this we were distracted by the god particle yep. and during that time uh, yeah. she bounced. Yeah, she basically used it as like one of those like smoke devices <laughs> that like bad guys would throw down and like disappear in. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. she gone. Um, and I really thought somebody was gonna travel with her. I thought somebody was gonna open the door and like as the golden snitch was opening up. Oh. I thought like Bartosh was gonna walk in and yes. that's how like he moved or whatever. Some kind of contact yes. travel. I thought that was gonna happen for sure. Well, you know, yeah. we know that there are other narratives that exist in the magic sphere where that type of thing happens. I'm not gonna name names, but uh, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't happen in this episode. It did not happen. It did not happen. I was I was wrong. It did not happen. Yeah, um, Yeah. and I'm I'm glad because I I wouldn't have liked that. I like that. No, um, I well, I think that uh, to travel anyway is just kind of a feat that's difficult, and so I I like that Marta is on her own. I like that she's kind of her own agent of chaos. I, I. you know, I, I like to see her independent individual. I, I like that she has this own autonomy over her uh, choices. Yeah, she's on a mission. And, you know, just like, you know, Jonas is really a solo in his world. So is Marta in this world. So it follows the same pattern, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, so we got a new musical montage. Loved it. Uh, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Now I wrote down the lyrics for this song somewhere. Okay. If I was you, I'd, I'd run. run. Yes. That I'd was, hide. Yeah. I'd be afraid. And that was like when they were going to the caves. So I was like, run, Marta, run. It, it, oh. The song says, afraid of what's inside. Yes. Yeah. They really, it, I mean, come on. Aren't you listening to the soundtrack, Marta? Come on, yeah. Marta. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in. Yeah. And I really loved, like, the the part of the song like while they were like walking through the caves it was really cool um i don't know how Oof. to describe it but like uh, it was like kind of techno i am it was it was a little <laughs> bit more um yeah. it was not the traditional strings that we've been hearing in yeah. a lot of these um you know we've heard a lot of like more of a chant style more the monk style but this was more modern more aggressive mm-hmm. more edgy and uh it's fitting because that's where we go is somewhere that is much more edgy than anywhere we've been so far. Yeah, that was a big shot. I mean, I had seen the trailer, so like I knew, or like the poster, like at right. the desert, but like it was, I'd kind of like put it out of my mind. So it was like kind of cool when they pop out in this new desert world. So I, you know, uh, like we said earlier, there's a whole lot of layers to dark. And so this is. Just this scene alone, you could spend hours dissecting, and we're not going to do that because we're just not qualified. <laughs> but, um, you know, to go through the door, uh, let there be light, and yes, a new to door. be uh. blinded when they come out, um, you know, they almost seem exposed. Right, and and I love that they're, uh, you know, they've come out of the dark, they've come into the light, they're alone, uh, they're naked almost, it feels, um, and then up comes future Marta. Yeah, middle-aged Marta, yeah, and what I was thinking, I was like, oh, this apocalypse, it was a real apocalypse, like, this left no mark, like, uh, this was not like the one in the other world where there was... You know, still some semblance of buildings. Nope, this took away everything, you know? Yeah, this was the nuclear, dis- you know, uh, destruction that we knew that a, a power plant could be capable of, right? Yes, yeah, it was. So, 
Um, it was like you said, it was cool seeing the reveal of the middle aged Martha. Um, so we got a new actress in, involved here. Um, you know, uh, it's cool. You know, you're an important character. I think when you have three versions of yourself, so that's pretty good. Yeah, um, I think that you know, multifaceted. Yeah. Shall we say? Um, and and the light is certainly shining through here, right? So that makes sense that these uh, mystery characters are maybe coming from this time, this experience, this uh, catastrophe um, that we are going to hopefully learn about, but. Yeah. Whoever is associated with this time and place, because, I mean, wouldn't it make sense that our uh, scary mystery men uh, are from this type of... Uh, they could be from this world. Uh, yeah, they probably travel between both worlds. They're probably like the link, I would imagine, you know? Well, I think that the deeper symbolic layer there is that the light is behind this character, and so we get both uh, reflections, right? The It's, you know, they're a prism there. So I think that... I'm so excited to see more of this light world. I bet everybody's excited to let their clothes dry out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a different climate they're going to have to get used to, too. Yeah, but, uh, water consumption's got a quadruple, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and probably not enough of it. <laughs> um, and uh, a couple of other things, like during the montage that we missed. Yeah, we saw we saw the new, the new door. It was really cool. That shocked me as well. Um, and then we also see Marta, the, the traveler Marta, she... Went to 2053, or, yeah, it's 2053, I think it is, right? With the uh, nuclear correct. power plant that's uh, exploded. Yes, correct. Yeah. And this is where she runs into Adam. She she runs into him. Hey, Adam, didn't know you were here. No, she <laughs> she meets up with Adam, and he tells her, I was always too gullible, and I was like, Adam, you're not cute. I can't do this. I can't. Oh, I think Adam's cute with this big collar. <laughs> I'm uh, a fan. Like uh, the collar. I would hide behind it. Big fan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't like Adam. <laughs> but... Well, <laughs> there's, I get, there's a lot of uh, reason for that. Yeah. But, um... the, you know, uh, this episode, again, uh, where the reflections are coming closer and closer because we see both Eva have this, uh, well, we have Adam, you know, oh, well, I was always too gullible. Like, he knows that there's been a betrayal and he's facilitated this betrayal. But we have Eva, the same. Um, she says as much that Jonas, you know, uh, he'll never be able to give her up. And she yep. knows that she set him up. So these these uh, future iterations playing tricks on themselves yeah. is so fascinating. Yeah, and they're just like always, you know, you never know their motivation. And I guess they're, I guess here we kind of see it, right? They're true to each other. Adam and Eve are true to each other, maybe. And that's it. And that's what they're trying to, that's what they're trying to preserve. But yeah, it's so frustrating when, you know, for Jonas to, you know, get tricked by his lover who is much older, but you know, you think you can trust her. She's like a grandma version of your lover. And now she's betraying him again. It's just like same old shit for Jonas. Adam betrays him. Either. I'm so tired of this shit. Yeah. And I, you know, I am too. You know, I'm tired, tired of the, uh, tired of all, all this lies to Jonas. Right. So... I think that's pretty much the summary of the episode. Uh, we've been welcomed to the future in the land of sunshine. Yes. Uh, curious to see. I think what we'll probably see now is, you know, going between both worlds. Like, I think the first episode focused on the other world. Second episode focused on our original world. And now this one, we kind of went back and forth, right? So I think we'll probably see a lot more of that coming, coming, down, uh, coming down the line. And there's just, like, a lot to get done in five episodes. I'm 
Well, I, you know, uh, not that I think that it's the most uh, satisfying of routes, but we know that Dark has made a lot of use of musical montage in the past mm-hmm. to uh, tell a certain story, and I wouldn't be surprised if that falls heavily into play in these next few episodes. Are we, I, you know, like, maybe some of these characters, we're not going to get a full-fleshed, uh, you know, uh, you know, ending, resolution. resolution yeah. But maybe we'll get a nice little uh, shot of them in a musical montage, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, walking into the walking into the rain, walking into the <laughs> desert, I don't know. But yeah, you're right, you're right. You, the, they say so much with the, with the montages, so I think they could do it. And I was like, we better get like a 10-minute musical montage in the last episode i need a mega sized one (laughs) mega montage um okay so i think that one of the questions that i had remaining is uh so like francisca magnus uh stuck in 1880 yeah how are they gonna get out of there that's what that's that's what i'm wondering too so we know bartosh like magnus and we know they're gonna time travel again but they don't have the means right now so I'm wondering how they're going to find that. How long are they even going to like, stick with this? Like they, I feel like the wheels need to be in motion soon. So I'm just wondering where they're going to get that extra oomph from. Well, uh, something's brewing in that uh, little bowl of... Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And I wonder if, um, you know, it's chaotic, the, the god particle, so you don't know where you're going to end up and with this, you know, defunct one or this one that's just didn't work for some reason. I th- it's going to come into play, right? That's, that's Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think oh. that we'll see some kind of uh, Spitfire travel happening from that. Will we see them fight in the rain again? I hope so. I like the fighting in the rain. Yeah, very good. All right. So, um, anything else for this episode? Well, uh, so my... Just to uh, do a little more, you know, unraveling... Uh, Adam and Eve, uh, were the founding parents, right? But mm-hmm. they had children, um, Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel, yeah. So, <clears throat> if you're familiar with that story, you know that, uh, things didn't go so well for Cain and Abel. Cain kills Abel, right? Uh, correct. Nope. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cain's Cain, the bad one. Yes. Cain yeah. is, a Cain slew his brother Abel. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know exactly how far we're going to go down that route, I guess we'll find out. I guess I could just reference the titles of the next yeah. few episodes. Well, I was actually, when you bring it up, I was wondering when Cain and Abel would come into that, if they were going to go with the Adam and Eve route, because, you know, Noah is referenced, right? I mean, Adam brings in Noah. So we have Adam, Eve, and Noah, but we haven't got that Cain and Abel reference. But I would, I I, I think that is going to come into play. Like, I, I think it definitely should, at least. So could be cool. Well, so much myth is associated with this uh, show, and, you know, maybe we should dust up on our classics and uh, learn a little bit more. Yes. But uh, a very tangled web has been woven here. Absolutely, it has. And uh, I don't know how they're, they're never going to be able to cut it. They need a big wire cutter, and they're going <laughs> to snap this, all thing, this whole thing off. Well, um... um to see how it will all be uh, unraveled, to be, you know, um, how, how we're going to get through this labyrinth is going to be very interesting in these next few episodes. And uh, I don't know, I think I'm a little interested to see a little bit more uh, romantic relationship between, uh, well, I don't want to say romantic relationship. I just want to see what exactly goes down with Hannah in the 
fiery path she's uh, laying before her. Yeah, I really want to see what happens with Hannah in both worlds. Like, I want to see what happens while she tries to destroy Charlotte. And I really want to see what happens when she goes to the 50s with Egon. And that thread has not been picked up yet. So I really want to see that too. Right. Are there any aspects of the family tree that we, uh, you know, last episode so perfectly laid down for us that was not uh, not dropped, not discussed in this episode, expecting to pick up next time? I guess just more confirmation about the top of the tree and, uh, you know, the first hand house and, like, why he went back in, t- in, in time. But we didn't really have anything with, like, the the Bartosh bomb of it all. So, <laughs> so um, I don't think too much in this episode, just kind of, like, the origin story, which is pretty cool to see. Um, but that's kind of, like, I'm less interested, well, <laughs> the top is the bottom. Like Jer said, it's, like, shoots and ladders. So I really, I, I'm less interested the further we get away from our main characters, I guess what I'm saying. I but, hear you on that. Um... But, but I do want to see, I, I do think that we're going to see that probably in, like, the next two episodes. Um, any characters that were missing entirely? From this, from this one? Yeah, any, any stories that, well, I mean, obviously there's lots of people that are missing entirely, but any threads that were laid down this season that have not been picked back up? So I'm just trying to think of an Where was, um, where was Katarina this episode? Yeah, that's, that's kind of this one. I missed Katarina in this episode too, and I wish we, that they would have shown more of her. I'm, I think it's just kind of one of those things, there's so, so much going on that they have to focus on like two or three main storylines and um katarina got the short shift in this one i think as usual yeah (laughs) and um there's a lot in the past that i'm interested in that um i wish that they would go back to so um there's a lot in the 50s that needs to happen i want to see how like doris leaves um doris leaves egon um what happens with her and agnes and i want to see what happens with egon and hannah I want to see Bartosh meet Hannah and Egon's daughter, <laughs> and I want to see I want to see all that stuff. So I don't <sighs> know I don't know how they're gonna do it. Well, they laid the map on yeah. the floor of yeah. the office, so yeah. uh, hopefully we can revisit that yeah. little Zen garden and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gotta go stare at that some more. Figure Draw it out. Draw some lines, right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Anything else about this episode, Brian? Uh, I think I think we've got it. Um, the creepy man again. You know, using that Garrett to kill people all the time like, i think when they pull that out i'm just uh, I'm just so terrified of them well uh, you know nobody likes a scary scowling kid yeah um you know i would just say overall uh if you've been listening to me and my voice this entire time uh good i'm glad <laughs> yes and hopefully you liked that we've been kind of tugging cheek through this all the time but if you know, if you did enjoy any part of this episode, we would really appreciate it. You know, if you want to write to us, uh, you could check us out at wakeupwinden uh, wake at gmail.com or I'm on Twitter at wakeupwinden. Um, a nice review would be amazing. That would be that would be wonderful. <laughs> but, Super great. But, uh, but you know, um, we're also pretty reflective around here. We know yeah. we're pretty polarizing. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, I mean, I guess what I want to say too is that like, it's just... I'm doing the best I can. Like I want to make a, I want to make a good show. I want to make it a conversation about dark. And I don't know, like when I talk to my friends, we're not diving into Ariadna when we talk about dark, we're talking about the characters. So if you want to like search out those things, the Ariadna threads, deeper dives into the, you know, the intellect, the intellect around dark, there's places for you. Go ahead. Check out Reddit. There's so many threads you could read about it. So, um, that's what I would say about that. We're trying to have a little bit of fun here about Dark, and yeah, um, sorry that we are 
you know, covering this deeply, deeply, you know, uh, this tomb, this tomb of, of knowledge. Material. Yes. And, uh, we're just, you know, trying to have fun, you know, we're just two people trying to have fun with the, with the show. So, yeah, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're a husband wife team and, uh, you know, Brian's been so lucky and good to have some friends who hop in and there, but, uh, listen, uh, We've been in quarantine together for how, who knows how many days now. So, uh, yeah, I, I believe that we're annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so not, sorry. So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. All Have right. a good day, everybody. Take yeah. it easy. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.